0: it's the stack attack fantasy podcast your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football come get some yo baby yo here we go let's start the show it's the stack attack fantasy podcast i'm your host jeff trella with me as always my brother from another mother ladies and gentlemen i give to you trader andy what's up my man how we doing I'm all right. I'm all right. Doing well. Everything okay on your end? Ah, you know, besides... Uh, you brought the gla- brought the glasses today so you could actually see your uh, notes?
1: Yeah, yeah. My eyes were hurting a little bit because I'm exhausted. So I figured I'd uh, try to look a little smarter tonight. Okay. All right. It's not working, but...
0: <sighs> okay. Flanking you to the left over there. The guy was on time today. Good for you, Nick. All right. You, you, Grace is with us with his presence five minutes early. I was. I was. Sober. I'm detoxing. I'm detoxing. <laughs> Dave Eddie in the house. What's up, my man? How are you doing today? Mr. 30-teamer Mr. 30, 30 playing there, showing up, re- representing the On Deck Circle podcast, although he's no longer in second place like he said he was a few months ago. Good to see you, Dave. <laughs> All right. Let's start it the way we always do, guys. Let's uh,
2: take your victory laps, man. Um, let's start with Nick. What do you got for me? My victory lap is simple. I just came home from a business trip, and I was uh, sitting on a lazy river in some palm trees for six days. Business, nice, good for so, you. All right, doing good, <laughs> Andy. What do you got
0: for me, buddy?
1: Uh, finally, my guys breaking out. Uh, since July, he's been a monster. Logan Webb, uh, he's been awesome. He dominated my team last night. He's you know, he's got two point nine two ERA, ninety two innings pitched. Uh, he looks great. He actually looks like uh, the guy. Uh, he looks like uh, like he reminds me of some guy throwing like hard sliders and uh, sinkers. And he's getting so many ground balls. And he's actually uh, increased his uh, uh, velocity, and he's uh, gotten more ground balls and gotten deeper into the game. So he's he's been on fire.
0: All right, all right. So my 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 uh. My victory lap might be my crash and burn. I want you guys to decide this for me. Nick, Nick has a little bit of information on this, but I did. I started a, a dynasty startup yesterday. Okay, um, uh. <laughs> and I, I didn't count it, but I'm I'm a we're in the ninth round, and I think I've made ten trades already.
2: Okay, an, so insanity. listen to
0: this. Listen to this roster, and you tell me. And if you're you're in the in the group listening to the group chat listening. Tell me what you think of this roster, okay? Not in any particular order. Or all right, this is the order I draft him. Dalvin Cook, and this is super flex tight end premium. Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Zeke, Jalen Hurts, Mike Davis, Julio Jones, and then I took Daniel Jones as my super flex. Okay. Now we're we just started the 10th round. I only have eight players. How do you how do you feel about that team so far? Pretty solid, right? I mean, I, I got Dalvin Cook and Zeke with DeAndre Hopkins. Julio's a, a, you know, a little bit on the old old side, but uh, Jalen Hurts, a lot of upside there. Okay, I have five first-round picks and four second-round picks between all the trades that I made. So I've acquired seven picks, and I'm only short one player, and that's the roster that I put together. And I'm going to compete in that league with, with five first-round picks and four second-round picks. <laughs> so is that a crash and burn, or is that a victory lap? That's a, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for Andy, man. Trader Andy. Uh, All makes right. Makes me want to. Makes me want to do one. All right. Yeah, you should. You should. It, it's uh, winding down. I think my fantasy league and uh, and safe leagues are finishing it this week. So, Nick, you're crashing and
2: burning on anything. How can I crash and burn? I just sat in a lazy river Monday, 20 laps drinking a beer, one of two beers per lap. So oh, you could it's crash, a crash and burn doing that. There's no crash, <laughs> crash and burn. Oh, you want my crash and burn? I just got addicted to the seltzers. Bud light seltzers. Is
0: that a crash and burn? Yes, that really is. It's a hundred calories. That's the crash and burn of your manhood.
2: That's what my crash and burn is, is actually gaining weight <laughs> on this business trip.
0: <laughs> Not mm-hmm. Andy, anything for me before we get into, into the football? Uh, my crash and burn is being too
1: involved in football. You guys got me so fired up about football. I've been so focused on doing as many best balls as possible that I didn't notice that the Mets made a, a major acquisition. All right, they got one of my boys from back in the day who was a crash and burn originally, Chance Cisco, And he actually had his first at-bat with the Mets today and had an RBI base hit. I love that kid. He sucks, but I love him. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we're going to do wide receivers today, but first I want to, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, we're starting up this year and, and we filled it in a day. So it's pretty popular. We're doing a Roto Football League. All right. And for the listeners and, and, and those in the chat room, here's the uh, here, here's the goods on it. We, it we, it's a mixture of listeners. and uh, We got Josh, Josh from Pro Football Focus and Micah, who are two of our favorite guests we've ever had on here are in it as well with some other, uh, some other writers and analysts and some listeners as well. Uh, Here's what we're doing though. We're doing an eight category Roto football league. Okay. Um, The categories are passing yards, INTs, passing touchdowns, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, rushing or receiving first downs, and any touchdown that's not thrown. Um, The, the, the lineup structure is a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, two super flex, two flex, eight bench. So we're starting 10. You could start up to three quarterbacks. Mm.
2: What's the strategy, guys? What are we doing with this? Yeah. What, what position do you punt? What category do you punt? <laughs> you yeah. have it's to pick something, you. man. Not necessarily.
0: Yeah. Maybe you're, what you're saying is balanced approach. I mean, you could go. You could go quarterback heavy, and you're just gonna be, you're just gonna be hurting in receptions. You're gonna be hurting in, in uh, receiving yards.
2: But you're if be you're uh, everywhere else. Or if you're hurting in passing yards, you start three quarterbacks in a week or four quarterbacks in a week, whatever it is. Or three quarterbacks, however Can't the format is. Right. Yeah. So if you're shorthanded, if you're really stacked, you start one.
0: Yeah, Andy, you had a good point about us. We're playing it all the way through week 18, so. You could stream at the end right yeah,
1: yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. so you, you obviously want to keep your uh, waiver wire money so like when you know josh allen is sitting out for the playoffs you could take uh, his backup and spend like 200 bucks on him and he's gonna have a, a decent game who knows
0: right all right so we're gonna be talking about that a lot uh it's a unique format nobody really plays roto shout out to fan tracks which uh helped me out to uh set it up uh they're they're a great platform to uh try unique methods of playing the game. Um another thing we have going on too, we just started it this week is the stack attack knockout pool. Uh it's as easy as, as it says, and it's only twenty dollars to get in. DM me if you want to be in. It's usually over two thousand dollars uh to the winner. It's winner take all knockout pool, pick one team, you know, the usual. You know, only uh pick the same team once. All right. So DM me if you're interested. Uh, so let's talk some wide receivers. Uh, I, have another, oh, I have
2: another victory lap. I just had 1,500 followers. Congratulations oh, on that, woo. man.
0: I was going
1: to say, no more Lazy River, bro. Just stop. All right.
2: yeah. Lazy yeah. River. <laughs> 20, 20 laps. Two be- one beer per two laps. So I don't know. Do the math. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, and they had a wave pool and a giant slide oh my that God. got really dark. This is a big business trip I went on.
0: Yeah. Worked hard. Okay. Yeah. So let's see how hard you worked on wide receivers. So let's talk. The general consensus is, you know, you want a wide receiver in the third year. That's usually when they break out. It's not necessarily the case so much as it used to be. Um, either of you guys looking at any of these third-year wide receivers, I, I I, don't need you to tell me that, you know, Ridley's good because we all know that. You know, he, he broke out he, last year. He's a wide receiver one, right? He broke out a year early. DJ Moore. Eh. He doesn't a quarterback. He has yeah. no quarterback. Right, so, 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 who is it that you guys are focusing on? Is there a third-year receiver, or, or you're down
2: on that class from from three years ago? Uh I mean, you got Ridley, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton. He should be taken off this year. One would hope, at least. Um, I believe Dallas came out um, last yes. week and said they weren't going to extend Gallup. So he's basically in a con. He's basically in a fight year. For himself, Uh, Nicole Hardman, he's another one that could take off this year. Traquan Smith is the obvious number one wide receiver in New Orleans at the time. So, got to see. A lot of those names coming out. And, obviously, Debo Samuel from San Francisco, new quarterback, Trey Lance. I actually just saw a tweet today with they had the softest schedule towards the end of the year, or one of them, Lance Sermon. They could be game winners. You know, Debo could be right in that mix, too. Yeah,
0: Debo's the guy I'm focusing on because his, uh, he's just a value. I mean, Jets he, only, he only, only got a half a season in last year. You know, a lot of people are down on him. He, he's he's never hit 25 PPR points in a game, and that's kind of the magic number, uh, 22 career games. Um, the, the funniest thing about Debo is, like, he he's probably quarterback-proof, and that makes me go up on him a little bit more. Last year... His A-dot was 2.3 yards, I believe it was, which was the lowest in the NFL. So he takes the ball behind the line of scrimmage. He has plenty of – I think he has 150, 200 career rushing yards, something like that. He's got the ball in his hands all the time, being drafted, I think, 88th overall, uh, six touchdowns last year uh, in his rookie year with eight, 800 passing yards, 150 rushing yards. Only played seven games last year. I'm buying. I'm buying the value on that. I'm more in, into him than I am into Ayuk, which we'll get to when we get to San Francisco. Mm. But that's my guy. Any any of those guys uh, jump out at you at all? Third year guy you're going in on, or not so much? Uh, well, you know, now
1: you guys named most of them, but like uh, I like DJ Shark and uh, Debo Samuel. Those are the two guys that I think have a, a good opportunity to uh, be worth the value.
2: And I just saw a thing come out today, too, um, just pure speculation. Jimmy Garoppolo could be a target for the Texans if they don't start Watson. Um, somebody came out that today, some big name. I actually didn't catch the name of it, but be intriguing to see if that were to happen. Nice. All right, so let, let, let's go through this kind of team by
0: team. Uh, we'll start with the AFC. So I, I guess we'll go alphabetical order is the easiest way. Um, Baltimore Ravens, Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman. They're all nicked up a little bit. Are we scared of them? Uh, the only one being drafted in, in the top 200 is Marquise Brown. Who's just outside of the top 100.
2: Are we in on any of them or, or or is this an all out? I would draft Sammy Watkins, start him for one game and then trade him immediately. (laughs) That is basically it. What if he's not ready for Week One? And it's a wrap, he will be right? ready. He will be ready for Week One because that's all he's good for. <laughs> that's his thing, right? That's his thing. We right. waiver wire article Week One, and he's gone. A- Andy, I know you've always been a Marquise Brown,
0: and I know you're also the kind of guy that gets pissed off at, at people when they uh, let you down. You said you're doing a lot of best balls. Marquise Brown's best for the best ball. So, are you in or are you out?
1: Zero. I don't have any shares of them.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. I uh, gonna keep it that way.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm just too focused on the other, you know, Mark Andrews, Dobbins, those guys. I, I just don't want to take a chance on any of those wide receivers.
0: Okay. Nick any flyers on uh Duvernay, Boykin,
2: Tyler <laughs> Wallace, nothing, right? Tyler Wallace I think would have the most upside of any of them, but you're he's going to go undrafted in every league. Right. You're not going to have to you know, it's a waste of a roster spot at this point unless he really proves something in preseason. All
0: right. All right. But Buffalo you know, because of the volume, they're putting four receivers into the top 200. Uh, Diggs is nursing a knee injury. He's being drafted in the second round. Uh, then you got Beasley, the anti vaxxer, at, uh, at 158. Manuel Sanders, 184. Oh, I missed uh, m- Mr. Gina Davis at uh, 151. Anyone jumping out there? I, I, I we don't ju- we don't usually do the wide receiver early in the second round, so we're not going to have too much digs in in our life, right?
2: No, uh, Gabe Davis is a nice late flyer. Um, obviously digs is digs. I probably will have zero shares of him, but uh, I think Gabe Davis is the one that's emerging.
1: All right, Sanders is a great value. I would, I would take a shot on him.
2: Yeah, it's last round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it's all the way at the soon. end. Wide yeah. receiver
0: five or six. Why? Why not take a shot? Go for it. I mean, D- Diggs is fragile. You know, if if he were to get hurt, he'd slide right in there, man. Sanders mm-hmm. could play all over the field. He's done it before. So maybe maybe that's a handcuff opportunity there. All right, Andy, I know you're very interested in Cincinnati. So we got, we got uh, three in the top 100, all three receivers in the top 100, with Chase at 58, Higgins 59, and your boy, Tyler Boyd. Uh 83. Dude, that's a
1: oh. home run right there. Tyler Boyd, I'm all in. He's the guy I would take over all of them. It's the value. It's just such a great value. The guy is a PPR god. He's going to, you know, with the Bengals having a really bad line, I think that Burroughs is not going to have time to, to throw much, and he's going to be checking down, and, and he's going to be going across the, the field, and he's, he's going to get 120 targets, I'm telling you right
0: now. So, that's Really? Him. Yeah. 108 targets last year, and you're going up to 120 with Jamar yeah. Chase on the team. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I li- that, That's bold. I like it. Uh, he's got to get in the box, though. That's the problem. I, I think he only had four touchdowns last year, so that's my concern with him. But I, I'm kind of with you more than anything, even though I sound like I'm against you. I think the hype on Chase is a little bit too much right now, and you all know I thought he was an Adonis. I was – Freaking wanted to move in with him. I'm freaking in love with this guy at LSU. And there's just too many mouths to feed. Chase is showing a a case of the dropsies right now. Uh, So
1: let me me tell you one more thing.
0: So Zach
1: Taylor, the offense coordinator, uh, he really focuses on the slot receiver in all of his offenses. I think uh, Landry had like 160, 170 targets when he was the coordinator there. I think that Boyd is going to be highly used.
0: Great. I love it. I'm actually uh I'm coming up on the clock in that and I might actually forego drafting a tight end and take Tyler Boyd as my wide receiver three.
2: It's good. Yeah. So I think yeah. I'm gonna
0: do that. All right. Uh let's move on to Cleveland. We where we got uh Odell Beckham coming back from an ACL injury, being drafted 72nd overall. Andy just mentioned Jarvis Landry. He's coming in at 105, and then we got a couple of couple of Flyers, Richard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones has showed pretty well this this offseason, and Anthony Schwartz for your Dyna- dynasty stashes. Nick, what are you doing with Cleveland?
2: Uh, I, lo- I like Peoples-Jones late in deep, deep leagues. Um, I think Odell's tough to trust just coming back. Clearly, he's got the talent, but um, I think Jarvis has always been a safe bet, very late pick. He's always been safe, consistent. You know what you're going to get out of him. Odell's a big swinger miss. And then Peoples Jones, Higgins are kind of like a shot in the dark. You don't know what you're gonna get yet. Like a box, life is like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're gonna get.
0: Yep. There there's some times where I, I'm getting massive uh massive value on Beckham where he's going as a wide receiver three. uh, just yeah, f- falling. You know, you know, yeah, he's one awesome. of those his ADP is 70, 72, 73, but he's going between 45 and ninety because you either love him or you hate him. So yeah. there, there's there's definitely definitely a breaking point where there's value on him. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Jarvis Landry is just such a such a given. He's the perfect guy to have as your yep. wide receiver four if you're lucky enough to do that, and just use him as a flex or a bye week replacement. He's perfect. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with us. No, Dynasty Stash. One of the fastest. Me- I think he was the fat the fastest receiver at the combine. No all right mm-hmm. I got I got I got one dynasty share so I needed some confirmation bias thanks for not giving it to me today <laughs> <laughs> All right going quick with, let's uh hit Denver uh, a lot of quarterback issues. we have any interest in the aforementioned third year Cortland Sutton being drafted right about the same time as Odell Beckham
2: I like Sutton um, I'm more interested in Jerry Judy but um right. I think Sutton's gonna be decent but Jerry Judy's in line for a true breakout this year. And uh, another one's KJ Hamler. He's looking good in the preseason training camp, so he's another late flyer you can get. All right. Andy. Any shares of any of them? Ham- I know you like Ham-
0: Judy, right?
1: Yeah, I love Judy. He's you know he, I think he's going to break out a little bit. But Hamler was my uh, sleeper guy. I was buying him up big time last year. So
0: okay, all right, Nick. I'll let you talk about uh, the Houston Texans. I know that's one of your one of your favorite fantasy <laughs> teams for this year. You got all the Brandon Cooks at ninety eight overall, right?
2: Yeah, Brandon Cooks and uh, Nico Collins. Those are the only two Texans I'm even drafting. Uh, someone's going to catch the ball. Nico Collins was in 100% of all the first-team snaps last weekend, so that's another good promising sign. Uh, Cooks is Cooks. He's consistent. He stays healthy. He He's going to be a lot of winning teams. Um, Nico Collins is in for a true break. I think it was a third-round pick this year. He's in for a true breakout. Big dude. Um, he's going to win some contested balls. Houston's going to have a down every minute of the game. They're going to be throwing constantly. Give me Nico Collins late. Give me some Brandon Cooks as my wide receiver to flex, maybe even. I'm in. Nick, Nick,
0: I'm a little concerned because, you know, we've been talking Nico Collins for about two months now. I mean, Jesus, I drafted him in a Devi league a year and a half ago. So we've been on this guy a long time. He's got the opportunity. Uh, We're seeing him shine in, in camp. Yep. Why is he not being drafted? Like, he's being drafted 265th. Like, like don't, know. don't know. You have to go past the 20th round to see, yeah. to see him drafted.
2: I mean, you're gonna, it's the casual drafters. are not going to hear about him. And, I mean, he's not a known guy. He was drafted in the third round. People are looking at the Jalen Waddles, the Devonta Smith, the Jamar Chase. They'll see that. And Nico's hidden. He's a league winner for that exact reason. Take a, Take a shot. I, I I'm
0: getting this kid in best balls in the very last round. I don't know. Yeah, it's insanity. It's ridiculous. It's in Saturday. I mean, that's yeah. gonna ch- I think that's gonna change in the next couple of weeks, but right now it's a steal. Yeah. All in on that. I I am loving it. I and I do have uh one dynasty share. I got him. I got him as a third rounder in a rookie draft this year. I love it's that. A steal. Yep. Um, all right. Indianapolis. Uh looks like Wentz is oh. trending towards playing week one. Uh, Paris Campbell is dead to us. What are we doing with T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman?
2: T.Y. Hilton can't be trusted. Um, I think Pittman's going to have a nice year. Yeah. I, li- I, li- I like Pittman coming out of college. Not
1: nice. Not nice. No. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be the wide receiver one. He's going to break out. He's going to be a monster this year. It's going to happen. I'm all in on him. If they're doing a little more research on him, I love him even more. And I don't Pittman? have enough of them. I, lo- I don't have enough shares of them. so that's why I'm going to start finding some more best balls.
0: Don't don't you hate that feeling of like, oh, I need more shares I of this guy. Now I gotta do like seven more drafts. And that's he, where and that's where, where I'm at with that's where I'm at with Debo right now. I was watching some film on him and I saw some some 2019 film and he just wasn't well last year. And I, I just I don't know, man. I I I, I think he's going for for a thousand and two hundred rushing and you know, probably probably freaking ninety targets, man. So I, I gotta do it. Same, so, same so exact with, thing. Same exact thing as Pittman.
1: Yeah, with Pittman, they're saying in camp that he's having like a leadership role and he's taking control of the club. And he he's a fiery guy. He's, he fights for an extra yards. But you also have to realize that he can actually extend downfield where I think Hilton and Paris, uh, I'm going to break uh, something going across the middle. And Pittman's going to be On the there. first play. Yeah, he's going uh, he's, he's to be there getting the long runs. I think he's going to get a lot of red zone stuff. I, I'm expecting to double his uh, touchdowns
0: and get close to 8 or 10 touchdowns this year. All right. I like it. All right. So let's move on to Jacksonville, new rookie hotshot quarterback. Uh, DJ Chark's got a broken finger. Still being drafted, 80th overall. Visca is inside the top 100. Marvin Jones is out of it uh, about 130. Marvin Jones is the value. But what do you think about Chark and LaVisca?
2: I think Lavisca's the is uh, the obvious value there. Uh, he's going really – he's going to be boosted. Um, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of Marvin Jones on that ADP. Give me him out of the three. Yeah, I think we're in concert on that Sold. one. fold. fold. Yeah. Sold. I,
0: he, he could do everything. He gets down the field. He could go across. I, I, I think that uh, T-Law is going to fall in love with this guy because he just does everything right. He's a great route runner, and the other two are young. He's so. a vet presence. Yep. I think that's what's going to happen. All right, so Kansas City's interesting because whoever gets that number two slash number three role might have some pretty good value, especially in best balls. Tyreek Hill is what he is; he's first round pick. Uh, Miko Hardman is going in the eleventh round now.
2: How you guys feel about that? He could be. He's he should be the wide receiver too. Keyword should. Is it going to be Pringles? Uh, it's going to be a challenge to see what happens. We all know Tyree kills the wide receiver. One, we clear his obvious, you know, but, um, Michael Hardman should be taking that wide receiver two spot. He's got the speed.
1: Best ball Pringles, the man I, I've been getting him at the end of the drafts. So I just think he has immense upside. I, I think that he can actually outplay Hardman who disappears. And I feel that this guy—he actually drops—he actually dropped a lot of weight this year too, and he's coming a lot faster as well.
0: Right. I I'm just intrigued by Hardman because I I in the past I always saw him as like a handcuff type to to Tyreek, and now if he's going to be on the field the same time as him and be his handcuff, I I I just think there's too much upside there. If I could get him as my wide receiver four or five, I think I'm in. Uh, all right. The Chargers. Keenan Allen is about as rock-solid as you could get. We were worried about him with the new quarterback last year, but we were all wrong. Uh, Mike Williams is the is the helium guy du jour. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little banged up right now, but what do you think? Are we in on Mike Williams? I'm having a hard time getting him because of the helium.
2: I'm scared because of the injury history. Uh, the helium is making him not a value pick that much anymore, but the injury problems, the uh, concern there. But I think that offense, I want every part of that offense. That offense is going to be explosive.
1: He's like a tier two to Saquon Bar- Barkley for me. Like, he, he's burnt me too much. I love him every year, and the helium's going to pop right out of that balloon
0: like he usually does.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so.
0: All right. Going to, going to Vegas. What's Vegas. That? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Henry Ruggs being drafted at 148. That's That's some sick value right there. Uh, they, they've, they've spoken about peppering him with targets and, you know, the rumors that Gruden is kind of embarrassed at how the pick turned out so far. And he wants to hammer him with, with targets to kind of make it look better. And that would certainly, uh, fade well for a 13th round pick, but the guy with all the helium is Brian Edwards. Everybody's in love with Brian Edwards. Again, we
2: did, we did last year.
0: We did this last year and it fell on our face. I'm hoping that this is in uh, Nico Collins 2.0. So or I'm hoping Nico isn't Brian Edwards 2.0 because it sounds the same. But where mm-hmm. are you at with, with Edwards? He's flying up now. He, he's His ADP is 220, but it's gone from like 270 to
2: 185. So yeah, it's kind of be- way up. Between him, John Brown, I mean, Darren Waller is going to grab all the targets too. Uh, Henry Ruggs, he got four mouths right there. So he's going to have to really showcase that, that he can really carry that load. All right. Baseball
0: guy, what do you think of Hunter Renfro? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he, he he crushes left hand pitchers.
1: He crushes left hand pitchers. I, I think he has immense power, uh, usually to the opposite. Oh, oh, we're they're talking about football. Oh, all right, I yeah. I used him in DFS tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah, I, I'm. I don't think. I don't think it's the, the year for Renfro. We're usually more in uh you know, returning kicks and stuff. And he's just buried right now.
0: Right. All right, I'll take the Dolphins. Will Fuller is a huge value, huge value because he's got two bye weeks because he can't play week one. But he's being drafted as a wide receiver four. So you're getting yourself somebody at bench value that will be a starter. I'm telling you that I kind of understand this offense to a little bit, and he's going to be the one that eats. It's not going to be Devontae Parker. It's not going to be Waddle. It's gonna be it's gonna be Will Fuller eating, and you're getting him at 97th overall. So that's the guy to get, and I'm trying to get him everywhere I can. I got him in the Scott Fish Bowl as well. Uh, Parker is being drafted in an embarrassingly low 11th round, so there's no reason not to take him. Uh, fourth, fifth round, fourth, fifth uh, wide receiver. Uh, same thing with Jalen Waddle, man. Same same area, about round 11. So. There's good value there. I don't know what you're going to get out of them, but you know Fuller's the guy. The problem with with going deep into the Dolphins uh, outside of Fuller, in my opinion, is they still have Preston Williams, Albert uh, Albert Wilson, like has a role, man. Like he does things with the ball. He's got a, a lot of uh, Tyreek Hill in him, but obviously like ten percent of him. And Lynn Bowden is just explosive. Like he's just a great football player. He can do a little bit of everything. He can run. He can pass block. He comes out of the backfield. He could play out of the slot, and he's going to be on the field a lot. So that's going to take some snaps away, and that's one of the reasons why I'm not that high on Kosicki this year as well. So draft Fuller, let the other two slide, and if there's value there, you could take them as as backups as like a wide receiver five, okay? Um, New England is always hard to say. The only one being drafted in – in uh, the top 200 is Nelson Aguilar, who I didn't even know was on the team a month ago. Uh, he's being drafted at about 170. we have any interest in him? Are we looking at uh, Jacoby Myers or Nikhil Harry? Any interest at all, or are we just sticking with the tight ends?
2: Nikhil Harry, is, um, he's having a good camp. He's really breaking out in camp. Um, I don't know if it's enough for me to trust taking him. I mean, with the exception of Randy Moss and Julian Edelman, there hasn't been a single relevant New England fantasy receiver, I think. Um, I'll pass. I'm just going to go with the tight ends, but I think the kill Harry is going to get that boost. All right, but l- mm. let
0: me ask you. Let me ask you this though: M- me and you are not watching film of New England in-, in camp, right? No, it's it's just not happening. The only thing I know is that Mac Jones wears number fifty, and this guy requested a trade two weeks ago. So conveniently, Belichick has. Oh, he's having a great camp. He looks like on top of his game. Like, come on, yeah. It's all coach speak. He's feeding it to the media to boost up, boost up the, uh, the trade value. That's all it is. All right, we're up to the Jets,
2: so I'll just shut up and listen. Carry on. All right, so there are three fantasy-relevant receivers for the Jets. Uh, Corey Davis, who Zach Wilson clearly loves, targeted the most of any receiver uh, Saturday night. And then we got our boy Elijah Moore, number eight. He is going to be a stud. Uh, he's got the quad injury. Wouldn't worry about it. Uh, rest him up. He's a playmaker. He's a home run threat. Outside of that, Jamison Crowder, slot man. Pretty good games last year. Um, solid late-round dart throw. But right now, I think Corey Davis, I think, is being disrespected. I think he should be at least a wide receiver three-ish, kind of. He's going to get a lot of looks. He's going to a lot of targets. Um, and again, Elijah Moore is just helium. He's not even a value pick anymore. He's just getting overdrafted. Davis
1: is the value pick. I'm getting him really late. Yeah,
2: he's yeah. being disrespected. He's getting. He's going late, and he's the wide receiver one. It's clear as day.
1: Yeah, I'm getting him as like my fourth wide receiver. I'm not
0: taking one until like the seventh round. It's crazy. Okay, so Corey Davis or Devonte Parker, Corey Davis. Okay, interesting. Especially after what you just said. Yep. So there, I say that because they're one off of each other on uh, ADP. That's how disrespected he is. That. Parker might be considered the number three receiver on Miami now, and he's the Davis wide receiver one, the the clear wide receiver one. But there's a there's a theme here that you just brought up that goes back to something we said a few minutes ago. So new quarterback Zach Wilson, and who's he leaning on? The young guy, the guy from last year, the new guy <coughs> that became in. No, he's leaning on the veteran Corey mm-hmm. Davis, right? Yep. What did we just talk about with uh with T Law? We we said he, he's gonna lean, lean on the veteran, right? So maybe that goes back to uh, to Andy's point with the Bengals that Tyler Boyd is the guy to go with, where Burrow is gonna lean on the guy that's been there and done that rather than the, the rookie and the sophomore, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think there's a lot to that with, with these uh with these rookie quarterbacks. So let's keep that in mind. Veteran, veteran receivers in positive roles with rookie quarterbacks. That's a thing. Okay? All right, Pittsburgh. uh, they got three receivers being drafted about the same. You know, it's got to be Big Ben's last year. He's 400 years old. Um, Deontay Johnson is being drafted first at 50th overall, which is round four – round five, sorry. Claypool uh, had a little scare the other day, being drafted 68th. And Juju right after him at 72. So what are you guys doing there?
2: Uh, Juju, I think, is a little underrated. Claypool is going to break out. Deontay's got the drops. I don't know. The quarterback situation worries me. Ben gets hurt. Uh, ben stays healthy. I think all three have some value. I mean, not they can't all catch the ball, but I think Claypool and Juju are the values, in my opinion.
1: So Claypool broke out last year.
2: He did. He's, I think he's going uh, even more of a breakout this year.
1: Uh, I think Juju's – Disrespected. I, uh, I he's do. playing for uh, he's
2: playing for another contract. Uh, yeah. He's, he's on a one-year deal.
1: And Deontay, Jeff loves that guy. And I think he's gonna wind being probably the best guy there.
0: I, I admit I, it. I, I think Deontay because he's quarterback proof, I think, because he's a lot like Debo Samuel, that he takes a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage, two, three yards upfield. Uh you know, he's a possession type receiver who's an extension of the running game. And it doesn't matter if Big Ben's back or not. Whoever's going to be there, he's going to get used. Uh, yeah, you know Claypool. It's a little scary because he's only in his second year, so we don't know what the next three or four years look like with a quarterback. And like you said, Juju's on a one-year deal, so he's kind of safe. If you're in a keeper or a dynasty format, I, I have shares of all of them, so it's going to be it's going to be juicy, delicious all, all year long. Every time they score. A passing touchdown, I'm going to have a piece of it some way, shape, or form. Because Deontay is a guy I'm buying in a lot. I mean, Claypool, I have. I think the Warrior Bowl. He's my wide receiver one because I went like zero wide receivers straight up the board. And you know, anytime I don't take them, Juju's there as, as a wide receiver three. It's beautiful value. All right, what do you think about Tennessee? I just took somebody from Tennessee when Julio Jones, my first share, at 46th hmm. overall. But AJ Brown is going at the 2-3 turn. Do we have any shares at A.J. Brown? Are we still staying away from that? Do we believe in the growth?
2: I don't have any shares. I think he's going too early for me to even have a chance at it. With Julio there, uh, I don't know. It's going to be split. Unless Julio gets hurt, which he has in the past. But uh, A.J. Brown is going receiver, one the,
0: the, the reason that they complement each other pretty well is because you know Julio just ha- does, hasn't had a nose for the end zone through his career. Except for on the lot, the long deep balls,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and AJ Brown seems to even he he missed a couple games last last year, and he still came up with like I think eleven or twelve touchdowns, something like that, where Julio wasn't there. Yeah, um, I I think they complement each other well. They're both usable. I I I, I just don't do too often where I, I'm taking a wide receiver at, at the two three turn. It just doesn't happen that much with, with me. So, any interest anywhere, Andy? No? No. Too rich for my blood. Nick, are we still in on Des Fitzpatrick in, in uh, dynasty formats, or are we let up on that a little bit?
2: It depends. I think Des will have a kind of a role here and there. Um, again, Julio's got an injury history. If he goes down, you can see Des fit right back in there. So, I think he's in a dynasty, not in a redraft uh, more so, but a dynasty. I mean, I think we might see, I, I think it's all certain we're going to see him in our waiver wire article this year. Uh, At some point, he's going to make an impact. I don't think immediately, but halfway through the season, we'll start with seeing some waivers. Especially when Julio's hurt. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Mm -hmm. man. Why'd you go and do that to me?
1: Because you know it's going to happen. You know
2: it's going to happen. It's unfortunate, but you know it's going to happen. I would love to see it not happen. All right. Let's go out west and
0: let's uh, start the NFC. Let's talk about Arizona, and this is the most Mm demented-looking Draft board out there for, for a team. So Hopkins is mm. going 17th overall, middle of the second round. That's correct. Steal. Okay. Rondell Moore is going at 167, which I for me is a huge overdraft. Christian Kirk 191. And then Andy, your boy is being disrespected. <laughs> I'll take <laughs> all the ADP shares. 199 for well, AJ Green. It's cool. a starter. Okay. Dude, I love that guy, He's he's a starter.
1: Dude, he's healthy, and he's having a great camp, and he has a very good connection with Kyler uh, Murray. I'm all in. I've been all in. I've been saying this for a month and a half now. (sighs) Come on. Yo, this is the first time ever in his life that he has single coverage. All right, they're going to be double covering Hopkins. This guy's going to be alone. He's going to kill people. He's a nightmare. All right, I like it.
0: Yeah. Um, do you know the last time he played sixteen games was?
1: I don't care. He's healthy now. Get him now.
0: At you're not 199? gonna like the, You're 199? not gonna like the answer, huh? At one ninety nine, who the hell cares? Just get you're not him. gonna. You're not gonna like the answer. The last time he played sixteen Never. games Never. was. Never. No. Huh. It was 2020.
1: <laughs> it was oh. last year. <laughs> yeah. And right? he had boy, he had 45 percent uh, completion uh reception yep. percentage. So it, trust me. He's gonna break out, and at one ninety nine, he is free.
0: Oh yeah, I'm doing it everywhere I can, man. Yeah. You're taking him as a, f- a fifth or a 6th best ball, baseball—it's genius. So every, every single one. All right, Nick, what's your take? I know, I know, you're a big fan of the rookies. What's your take on five foot seven Rondell Moore?
2: I think he's a playmaker. He was a playmaker. He's got the high, heavy vertical jump. Um, he's gonna be on jet sweeps. They showed it. Um, he's going to be on the field all the time. They're going to get the ball in his hands. You got A.J. Green. You have the Andre Hopkins lineup outside. Rondell Moore's going to get lost in the middle of the field. They're going to lose track of him. He's Like you just said, he's 5'7". They're going to lose track of him. Uh, jet whoop out of the backfield. Oh, crap. Where is he? We don't know. There he is. He's gone. I think he's going to be like a Debo Samuel 2.0 kind of a effect. Wow. For, for, me, for me, it's best ball only just because, like you
0: said, I I think a lot of his fantasy value for the year is going to be
2: 60, 80-yard touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So
0: that's kind of hard to have in your lineup because if it doesn't happen,
2: you take a zero. He's a perfect redraft. Um, I'm I'm sorry, perfect best ball. Redraft, I wouldn't touch right away. He slides late maybe then.
1: And In the words of one of our favorite guests, a rookie is a rookie is a rookie.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) <laughs> wrong sport, wrong sport, same Doesn't concept. Matter. still applies. Very Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Um, all Um, right, let's go to the ATL. Calvin Ridley's a star. We know that. Yep. There's not much to say there. Uh He's going 20th overall, so top bottom of the second round. Uh, But the interesting one is Russell Gage being drafted about the end of the 12th round at 139.
2: So what do you say? Yeah, he's... um I don't think he broke out too much last year, but he's worth the he's worth the flyer. I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is going to act the wide receiver too there. Honestly,
0: yeah, I I'll give you an interesting stat on uh on on Russell Gage. Last year, he had the exact same amount of targets whether Julio was in the game or not in the game, and his his uh average receiving yards with julio was 59 yards a game without him was 55 yards a game and he scored three touchdowns with julio in the game and three without so everybody that's true thing that julio's gone it's the russell breakout party sorry he had that opportunity last year and he didn't do anything with it so i don't really think that they're focusing on it like that and i think like nick you nick you nailed it it's kyle pitt's day man that's what it comes down to
2: yeah, he's a wide receiver too. There. All
0: right, all right. Carolina, they got the uh, Sam Darnold effect. Who is it, Darnold to Arnold, or or are we like some of these some of these wide receivers at
2: all? Uh, DJ Moore is wide receiver proof, no matter what. Uh, I read Robbie Anderson's got a hamstring problem, I believe. So Terrace Marshall season. Yeah, you love, I love you him. You love, um, love him. I don't know. They don't have a quarterback, so I'm kind of fading Carolina.
0: You really think that he's a zero, Darnold?
2: Zero. Yeah. Come on. One of the worst graded quarterbacks the last two seasons. I think it was. Just yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but
0: I I think he could support a, a, this wide receiver group because he doesn't check down.
2: Well, Se- that's the problem. Seventy
0: percent of it. Seventy percent of his passes are to wide receivers.
2: And is that either a factor of not having a good running back, or is that a factor of he just doesn't check down? And McCaffrey should be uh, knocked down a peg. He's
1: scared of ghosts.
2: He I'm is out, scared of ghosts. I'm out. I, I think I think he's got talent, but I don't think I think he's broken. He's got to prove something, and he does not have a good offensive line. He's not going to have time to throw it. Uh, DJ Moore is going to have to come in and get the ball. Robbie Anderson, if maybe if he can get beat him deep. That's his his talent there. I don't know. I just don't see it.
1: I just remember him throwing more touchdowns for the other team as a Jet. Just pick sixes all day
2: long. Like I I hate him. Turnover central. Yeah. All
0: right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to call the Sam Darnold breakout. I'm going to call for 4,000 yards. Go away. I'm going to call for 28 touchdowns. But I'll mm-hmm. give you the fifteen ints.
1: Can you can you do me a favor? Could you put the banner up there and go, moron?
0: You know, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff you see in the bottom. Jeff, you see in the bottom. It says? it says leave studio. <laughs> there we go. There we go. The that red guy, button right there. Red button. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, okay. All right. So let let's go to Chicago. And there's some more helium mm. over here. Allen Robinson is what he is. He's a star. I love him. He's the best possession receiver in the game, I think. Uh, But all the helium is on Darnell Mooney right now. His ADP is 124, but it's broken the top 100 over the last two weeks.
2: Nick, are you buying Darnell Mooney's hype? I think he's good. Um, I'm really concerned about that Bears offensive line. Tevin Jenkins just announced back surgery, the rookie. So I'm really concerned about if it's Dalton, he's just going to get destroyed. Fields can extend plays, but my fear is just him getting the ball out. Um, I do buy the hype on Mooney. I think he's going to be overdrafted. A little too much for my liking. For me, it's Allen Robinson is the only one I'm going to take in that backfield.
0: But but you just kind of contradicted yourself on Mooney because Mo- one of Mooney's best qualities, and th- this is obviously assuming Fields, is that he's great in the scramble drill, and if they have a bad offensive line and a great scramble quarterback, he's going to be running with Fields, and that's going to open up a lot of creative and fun plays. So I, I think it might be there. I I don't know if I could draft him as a top one hundred guy. That's getting a little crazy to me, but I, I. All right, ready, Darnell Mooney or Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Yeah, me too. So we're not we're not in. Uh, Williams is being drafted 110th, Mooney's 120th. Mooney's actually over 110 right now. So we're out on Mooney, but we're yeah. interested to see what it looks like. All right, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Lots of options. This is There's so many teams now with three viable yeah. wide receivers. There's so many teams where the wide receiver three could be the wide receiver two on your fantasy team. And Michael Gallup could be that at 110 ADP. CD Lamb, Amari Cooper. Which one you want?
2: CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, me too. Me too. And Amari Cooper injury history. CeeDee Lamb, absolute stud come out of the draft. I wanted him. Um, he's gonna break out this year with Dak fully healthy. Give me it. But but his ADP is sky high for the hope of a breakout. Right. That's the only concern.
0: You could make the arguments for CD Lamb as. uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on. You could make the argument for CD Lamb (laughs) as the dynasty wide receiver number one.
1: I don't think that really deserves a moron. The Darnold thing does, but. Yeah, it does. uh, The one thing I did hear out of camp is that they're actually running two tight ends and two wide receivers and gallops the odd
0: man out. Yep. All right, guys. Take take note that Brian in the group chat and he's in our roto league. Love CeeDee Lamb, and he said he's going to go crazy this year. So uh, we're going to snipe Brian for him. Let's make that happen.
2: If for the Jets, it was CD Lamb or Makai Becton. Uh, I mean, he, I, unfortunately, got to take the left tackle there.
0: Yeah, that that's not a loss. It's it, it's hard for people that you know you know like us that are doing fantasy all day long to accept the the the. Uh, the lineman over a wide receiver that's a superstar, but it was the right move. Uh-huh, oh, 100%. All right. All right, so we're going from a solid receiving court to a horrible one, uh, led by Tyrell Williams, who's the gazelle, who used to be one of my favorites in Detroit. <laughs> but there are a couple of uh, diamonds in the rough here. So let's start with Brashard Perriman, who's outside the top 200, and, and then let's lead to uh, somebody I think Nick likes. I'm a Ross St. Brown.
2: Yeah. So are we taking either of these guys? I like Prashad Perriman. Uh, he is out of the Adam Gase experience. I think He's got, <laughs> he's got the speed. He's got burner speed. Um, I wouldn't consider him a wide receiver one, two, or three maybe, but I, would, I do like him as a wide receiver four. Um, give me the breakout maybe. He had talent in Baltimore. He's fast, runs a 4-2 speed. I think he can make some magic happen.
0: All right, I'm going to give you another guy out of Detroit. Keep an eye on Wisconsin product, Quintes Cephas.
2: Yes. Poised for a yes. breakout.
0: Okay, second-year breakout there. I, I'm loving him. He could get downfield. He's big-bodied, big catch radius. I need me to get some of that. All right, let's move on to Green Bay. Greener Pastures. Hey, we didn't talk Do- about Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, sorry. Excuse Cooper me. Cup. Cooper I wanted Cup. to go on to Equinemius St Brown his oh, brother fine. on Green oh.
2: Bay Well uh, we all, could go all, back, I'm this, all I'm gonna say is that we can move on Cooper Cup 2.0. All right continue. All right gold. So
0: Green Bay Devontae Adams first round pick. I'm not doing it I don't I don't I don't think 1600 yards and how many touchdowns did he have last year a lot 400 and he missed games man.
2: He did. He missed a game 18, last year. 18
0: touchdowns, led led that's the good. league in touchdowns, yeah, and he missed two games for 1,400 yards. Ridiculous. But you know what? Rodgers is that guy, and he's pissed, and Devontae Adams is his guy. And he might just be like, yo, let's just do this, man. The hell with everybody else. I'm going to get you paid. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get the hell out of here, get you out of here. Let's do it. It could be a thing. I don't know. It could be. It could be. All right. Uh, Marquez Valdez, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, is looking good in camp. Randall Cobb. Andy, I know you like Alan Lazard back in the day. I was a Cobb guy, too. Yeah. Isn't it, is it Cobb living with Rodgers? I don't know. All I know is he, he said, like, I'm not, co- I'm not coming back unless you give me Cobb. So, there's something to that.
1: I, I swear, guy, I heard that he's like staying at
0: Roger's house. Okay, it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm. I'm not familiar with uh, Aaron Rodgers' living arrangements. So,
1: mm.
0: uh, Nick, anybody there, or we're just staying away from Green Bay outside of Aaron Jones?
2: I was an Alan Lazard fan last year, big time. Um, I think Randall Cobb's going to get touches. Amari Rogers. Uh, once they took Cobb, he was basically just done for. It's, it's a complete guess outside of Devontae Adams at this point. I mean, if you look at the tight ends over Vitanyan, he's going to be very good. But I think that wide receiver two is going to be a big question mark. If it was me right now, I would take Lazard. But I think MVS is really coming up. So we'll see.
0: All right, let's go over to the Rams. They got a quarterback change, they go big time upgrade with Matthew uh-huh. Stafford. Uh, they lost Cam Akers for the season we got uh we got three in consideration here with uh woods and cup both being drafted in the top 50 uh van jefferson outside the top 200 but a uh, a nice dynasty stash so are are we in on woods or cup
2: yeah i love woods um cup if healthy i love them too both are very good so no no problem taking either there all right so <clears throat> you, you
0: you don't like cup 1.0 you'd like cup 2.0 yeah
2: yeah, And again, back to, back to Robert Woods, he's he's just that guy. Uh, I mean, there's not a deep fantasy analysis in it. He's just that guy that's going to get you points. You can put him as your wide receiver, two, and just completely forget about it, and he'll be yeah. fine. Andy, I
0: know me and you had this conversation, but Robert Woods is a guy we tend to end up with when you go zero wide receiver, especially in the best ball, as your wide receiver one. And it almost feels okay, right?
1: Yeah, I feel fine with it, especially with uh, Stafford there instead of uh, – you know, Goff, I feel that, you know, it's just going to be even a more explosive offense, especially with them losing uh, the running back. I feel that they're going to be throwing a lot, and I think they're both going to eat.
0: Yeah, hey, 120 targets with Goff, so you can only imagine what we're looking at now. That's impressive. I like that call. I'm, i am I got to get me some woods. Time for another league. Uh, <laughs> Nick, while we're on the Rams, let me ask you, because you do not as much dynasty as me, but some. What's the breaking point on buying Cam Akers in a dynasty league?
2: Uh, right after you have all your starters or you need to wait a couple more rounds? See, the problem is his injury. His injury not many people are known to come back fully 100% from it. He could be uh, done. He right. could be done. Um, I probably would avoid. I would ha- definitely have my at least my starting lineup in there. Then maybe a couple bench guys here and there. And if he slides, I'll take him. But I don't, I'm not reaching for him. It, it, that right. injury just scares me. It's like the Marlon Mack injury. Um, who the hell knows? Maybe the Rams next year say, "Hey, look, we're in position to draft a running back." We we just don't know. The Colts did it with Jonathan Taylor. All right,
0: this is the first startup I've done since he got hurt. So I'll let, uh, I'll uh, put that out on Twitter where where he comes out. If he uh, if he's there if he's there round twenty, I'm doing it though. Oh yeah, he's well worth it at that point. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks thanks for the confirmation bias that time. All right, Minnesota. There's not much to say here. Jay Jeff is a superstar. He's going at the at the two three turn. Yeah, uh, this right about the same as AJ Brown. Uh, Adam Thielen is one of the best values in the draft because he doesn't get any respect, and he's going in the fifth sixth round. And he actually, uh, I think he was second in the NFL in in touchdowns last year with 14. Is that correct? No, Tyreek Hill had 15, but with Jefferson's breakout, Dylan mm-hmm. still had 14 touchdowns last year. Yeah. I know Andy loves Irv Smith. He might, buy, you know, cut into that a little bit, but yeah. this is two stars, man. These are two guys you want on your team. I don't care what you say.
1: And with Dylan, I think it's just a, a really nice value. I mean, and getting him usually sometimes in these uh, things as a wide
0: receiver one as well. Right. I mean, it, it but he's being drafted as a wide receiver, two or three, if he goes from 14 touchdowns to eight, he still pays it off. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't go wrong here. So definitely get you some feeling and, and go, go J Jeff over AJ Brown.
2: Right. Yeah. Agree. Yeah.
0: Agree. J. J., J. Jeff over AJ Brown. Yep. All right. So new Orleans is very interesting because Marquez Calloway is the only healthy receiver in camp right now. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Everybody loves Adam Troutman. Uh, Traquan Smith just came back, I think, today. if, if or, or is due back tomorrow or something like that. And Michael Thomas, nobody knows about. So any of this interests you at all?
2: Nope. Alvin Kamara only. End okay. of the rant.
0: Okay. Marquez Callaway. I got to get me some. I got to get me some. Uh, if I could get him in round 14 or 15, I'm doing it. Uh, just I don't. I, it's it's a FOMO thing. I, I'm not missing out on this because he looked incredible in camp the last two weeks. Good value. Uh, good yeah. value. No more on. Okay. Yeah. Well, good yeah. value. So so what what's my, the my, my,
2: my my issue is none of these guys would be starting on many other teams. It's just we're we're elevating just because of target share. That's my only take with the Saints receivers right now. Like if you throw Denzel Mims on the Saints, he's a wide receiver one. Uh, uh, there's no it's just because there's nobody to throw to that's why these guys are elevated and i just i'm not buying it because there's no the talent isn't it's there but it's not there enough for me to feel safe drafting as a starter does that matter no it's all about fantasy is all about volume
0: yeah it's all about the stats it's not about the name right that's lenny will tell you that all right moving on to the giants uh it's crazy. It, it seems like they have a great receiver room, but these guys aren't being drafted. Galladay, uh, he's hamstrung already, and we I feel like we've done this dance before. Not good. And I think I have too many shares already, so I i, I have to uh, stop 100% on him. Um, Sterling Shepard inside the top 200, 172. Darius Slayton outside the top 200. Any interest in any of these guys?
2: Not anymore. Galladay with the hammy. I just look at last year. Look at this year. Offensive line's a question mark. They had like 30 guys retire in a two-day span. Um, I don't know. I I just can't. I I can't do it. Quarterback's a big question mark. A lot of of question marks there. All right. Question for you both. Kenny Galladay or Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. No question. Mm. All right. Well, you hate Adam Thielen, so I do, but I'm not taking Kenny Galladay.
0: Okay, all right, hard pass. All right, let's take a look at the Eagles. Dry Eagles. Okay. Wow. And I'm I'm interested because I now have my first Jalen Hurts dynasty share, so I want this to work. So Devonta can, Smith it can work. Devonta Smith. Well, yeah, we don't really need the receivers for for Jalen Hurts to work, right? No, you get the Uh, leg room. Right. So last year, their leading receiver was Greg Ward. Uh, We saw Travis Fulgham basically go as a wide receiver one and drive us all nuts for about a month, and then he disappeared. Uh, Devonta Smith being drafted 86th overall. Jalen Rager drafted in the 12th, 13th round, 150th overall. What say you guys? I'm going to take Rieger. I think think he's –
1: Really good value. I think uh, he's uh, looked good. He's come in shape. Uh, you know, he's had a little injury stuff, but I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to break out a little bit. He's going to be sneaky.
0: Ready? Ready for this? Oh, sure. Boom. That's a Jeff's best bet right there, baby. Jayden yeah. Rager. Oh,
2: ding, ding, over ding.
0: 650 and a half yards on FanDuel. Over. Make it happen. I don't usually bet overs. I like to bet unders. 650 and a half yards for Jalen Rager. I will take that all day long. Nick Sirianni let just last night used the word special and phenomenal athleticism when describing him. So they're going to get him the ball. He fits well with, with, uh, with my cu- my quarterback. That's the guy right there. Nice. Uh, all right. Okay. Let's move on to uh, Seattle, which is one of Nick's favorite places to go for a receiver. DK Metcalf is being drafted at the 2 3 turn. So let's let's continue this exercise. Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf or AJ Brown.
2: AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf. In that order? Yeah, Brown, Jefferson, Metcalf. Yeah. You
0: just said Jefferson over Brown. No, no. no, I no. Ah, yeah, AJ yeah, yeah. Brown
2: first. <laughs>
0: That's a toss up.
2: So AJ Brown first, Jefferson and then uh, DK Metcalf. Okay. He's still
1: on the lazy river over there.
2: I yeah, still am. I mean, <laughs> oh, lazy yeah. analysis over there. <laughs> I miss, I miss it. Uh,
0: Brian Brian in the chat room. The best abail- ability is availability. Holiday right. is Mister Glass. Yeah, I he's I right. Saw that. Not very nice. Good call, Brian. All right. So I Nick, tell me why it is that you won't take DK Metcalf at
2: I'm all? Just not sold. If you look at his stat line, he was he was figured out in the second half. Arizona had him figured out. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think it was six of the last seven games or some wild number like that. He was held under 100 yards. He broke out in a couple games, which really boosted his fantasy numbers. But if they just seem to figure him out, I don't know. I'd rather have Tyler Lockett. Uh, I would yep. pass on Metcalf. Yeah. They both finished with the same exact... If you look at a full-point PPR, they both finished the exact same point totals. I mean, granted, DK Metcalf is now another year into the league, and but I, I, the same exact point total... Uh, I mean, I'd rather have Lockett. If it's a 10, 15-point difference for the ADP difference, I'm still taking Lockett. So, are you ready for this?
0: Last year, DK Metcalf was wide receiver number six. 83 catches, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. Tyler yeah. Lockett was wide receiver number eight. Mm-hmm. 100- 100 catches, 1,000 hmm. yards. Also, 10 touchdowns. And what's the the ADP right now? Big difference. Huge difference. 30 30 spot difference in ADP 22 versus 54. Mind boggling. Mind boggling. There's one difference, though. Consistency? Uh, Yeah, Lockett had two monster games last year that were like DFS gold. But that's it, man. If he could get a little bit more consistent this year, he'll pay that off in spades. No issue. Right. I can't I can't disagree with that. Look at that. I love my best bet so much I left it up there all day long. <laughs> all right. All right. Just a couple more teams left. We already talked about Debo Samuel. Uh Brandon Ayuk is being drafted, actually two rounds ahead of Samuel. And there's really nothing else there. Uh Kittle's basically their number one option. Yep. What what are we doing? Are you any any interest in Ayuk or we just that's a hard pass? I think it's too early for me. I
2: think it's too early. I like him, but I think it's too early. I just can't do the uh I just can't do it. He's being
0: true. All right. So, real easy one here. Ayuk or Tyler Lockett? Lockett. Lock it. Lock it. Yeah. Lock it up, right? Lock it up. Same ADP. So, that's an yeah. easy one for us. All right. Tampa Bay is a really hard one to figure out. Mm. You got Evans and Godwin both being drafted in the 40s. But Antonio Brown might actually be a league winner this year.
2: Yep. Like,
0: Andy, like, like, don't you think it's possible that Antonio Brown's the wide receiver one this year? Don't you think that that's just something that could possibly happen?
1: I just think that him and Brady are going to click. And I think that, I don't know, uh, Godwin had a bunch of drops last year. I think that Brown is, you know, had a year back. And I think he's going to be comfortable and he's listening to whatever Brady says, and he's bought into the system. And I think he's going to be year. I'd rather take him. All I think.
2: I think there's too many mouths to feed for him to be like a wide receiver one there, but uh, I think that he's going to destroy his ADP.
0: What's his ADP? Outside the top 100. Yeah, oh, he's he's
2: to You're talking
0: double digits almost. Yeah, he's being drafted uh, as a wide receiver four in some situations.
2: Yeah, he's going to crush that.
0: Right. The the only thing, and I hate saying it the way I'm about to say it. Forgive me if, if I don't mean to offend anybody, but I have Trevor Bauer scare with this because – bauer explosive personality and i just overlooked it and overlooked it and i i got screwed by it hard this year antonio brown is just not a good dude he's got a lot of issues like i i just feel like it's going to happen again and i'm still doing it antonio brown let's do it all right so last but not least is the washington football team Terry McLaurin is a no-brainer for us. Uh, he's getting moved up hard, though. He's pretty much at the back of the third round now. I I, I kind of like him on, on the 3-4 turn like that, so I still might have a couple of shares in redraft of him. Um, Curtis Samuels being drafted 98th overall. What do you think about that?
2: I like Terry. I mean, I had him last year in Scott Fishbowl, and he crushed it for me. Uh, Fitz is gonna freaking air it out. Uh, Curtis Samuel just came back from the COVID list, so he's being eased into the offense. He's explosive. He's 24 years old in a second contract already, and they uh, they drafted Dynamo Brown, who's uh who could be a playmaker for them as a rookie. But right now, I love Terry, but just getting him in the draft, he's going high, really too high.
1: I heard a, a beat writer say that Samuel is not even close to making the field.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a concern right now. We're halfway through August and he's not making the field. Um, I think Brown's gonna actually have a big impact on this offense if that's if that is the case, because we know Fitz airs it out and just does not care.
0: And, and there there's a natural fit there if they if they're missing Samuel, because Adam Humphreys is a very good and, and established slot receiver. Yeah. And that that gives diami Brown the chance to be on the outside opposite of McLaurin that is that is a buy right there man Diami Brown mm-hmm. is a buy i I gotta get me some Diami Brown right now um I watched this kid at North Carolina man like he he's a circus player man like he 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 just makes everything it's incredible good. incredible sure. like like if he gets the opportunity that that's nice so i I like to hear that from you even though I have a Curtis Samuel share in a dynasty league. I like to hear that from you, Andy, that, that he may be missing some time and give Diami Brown that opportunity. I think
1: Humphrey, I think he's a good value too. I think you know he's having good. a very, very good free. connection. Very good connection with Fitzpatrick too. So I, I think that he's, you know, a you know, free, as you said.
0: Free. Free is right. for me. All right. Nick, you got any uh anything else you want to add football wise? Before we get to Andy's throwback player of the week that we can never guess,
2: yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get now into the season of uh, the casual fantasy football player. They are now starting to tune into fantasy sports. Uh, starting next week, give or take, is really when all the dra- the home drafts really start to hit. You'll probably see some this weekend. I know best ball ADPs are getting absolutely destroyed right now because they are just catapulting guys. Guys are dropping left and right. Um. Stick to your guns, stick to your strategy, and go with it. I mean, don't don't worry about draft boards getting destroyed. Don't worry about Darren Waller being picked number two overall. Oh, my God, what do I do now? So crazy stuff's going to happen. Just trust your instincts and go with it.
0: Right. No no matter what happens in your draft, you know the depth at the position,
2: and they don't. Yep. So yep. just trust it.
0: Yep. That's what it comes down to. All right, Good. good points, good points, man. All right, Andy, let's do it, man. We're going to guess it
1: this week. I think you guys will get this one. It's pretty easy. Uh, I didn't have a lot of time to do it, but I remember having him on one of my fancy teams back in the day, and it was just a monster. So 1999, first season as a starter. Guy wins the MVP. 41 touchdowns, 4,300 yards passing.
2: Who is he? It's not Peyton Manning. Nope. Donovan McNabb.
0: Ah, oh, it was the year after Peyton Manning.
2: Uh, yeah, it the year yeah, after Manning, not
0: Culpepper. Manning was no. ninety-eight.
1: He, he had amazing Wait, rookie. Receivers. Rookie. Yeah, it was his first year. He had eleven passes the year before. Right. came out of nowhere. They always show his Bad wife Hasselbeck. on. They always show his wife on TV.
2: Bad Hasselbeck when he was in the Super Bowl. Matt hassle I don't know. Kurt Warner. Yes, there yes. you
1: go. Here you go.
2: Hey. Ah, so what? So what?
1: So what? Do you want? Yeah,
0: yeah. That was not good, man. That took us like five minutes to do that. We, everybody that was watching tuned out. So, all right, you guys got anything intelligent to say before we head out of here? You you said a few smart things today. All of us did. Well, it's yeah. all about the glass. The glasses. That's
1: why. Yeah. From my with all with all the uh, drafts starting, just remember, trust the the depth and avoid the wide receivers early.
2: Yeah, just start, trust your strategy. Um, go with what you know, and you're gonna be like me personally. You're gonna take running back, running back, running back. You're gonna be all set. People are gonna be scrambling over Zach Moss as their wide running back, one or two. In the <laughs> and you are sitting there cherry picking this the stud. You know Robert Woods, Cooper Cups. Brandon A. Ukes and you're cherry picking them as they're taking, I don't know, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, and panicking, full blown. And immediately starting trade offers.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good stuff. All right, guys. He oh, man, I still can't figure this pointing thing out. Put some glasses on. I can see it's just pointing left to right because I gotta point right to go to you, but you're on my left. So that guy over there is Nick Mimi. This nope. is Trader Andy. I nope. nah, that's PMJ. wrong. That's completely wrong. <laughs> that, no, nah, my neck was hurting, actually. That's what it was. Uh, i was trying uh, to work uh, out uh, of uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry. at J Trello 20. This is the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Remember, guys, we, we have our uh, knockout pool. We're working on DME if you want a piece of that and you want to get in. Chance to win a couple thousand dollars. I do not take a rake in it. I just take two free entries, and that's all. All right. Trevor, thanks for all you do for us. Take us on out of here, guys. Thanks for thanks for a great show. Man. Peace.
2: Come on, a